It's the Weekly 80 Podcast here on AndersonRedskins.org and ESP Media powered by Sidem Sports. I'm Jason Griefer, and as always, we're joined by Anderson AD, Chris Newton, and Assistant AD, Zach McCormick. Uh, gentlemen, how are you? Uh, obviously a very busy week last week. Oh, yeah. It was a, it was a very busy week and an, an, an absolute roller coaster of emotion. An emo- emotional week. We'll, we'll put it that way for yeah. sure. Uh, absolutely it was and uh, let's get right into it and uh, we'll first talk about the girls soccer team because if there's a wave of emotions it's encapsulated within this program here Uh, they start off Monday night with a 2-0 win over Mount Notre Dame uh, up in uh, in Westchester again and winning that one there Uh, not the greatest weather conditions up there but uh, a good win there without Carly Steiner uh, Jordan Geis uh, two spectacular goals just relentless on that forward line to get two into the net. And that really kind of encapsulated for, for me the effort of the entire team to see Jordan just not give up on a couple of plays and uh, sneak up there and get a couple in. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, Carly's a huge loss. And um, our, our girls didn't pout about it. And, uh, you know, what they did, I think um, they raised their level of play. And, and definitely Jordan Geis on Monday night, she was unbelievable. And... Um, you know, it was so it was so nice to see um, for for Carly. She was she was hurting, but heck, she was the loudest cheerleader there. So it was just um, that, that was a great thing Monday night. Then Thursday night, it turned a little sour. Well, before we get there, Chris, I got I got to I got to call you out on that. When you're saying Carly was a louder cheerleader than you were, yeah. <laughs> well, I think he might be fibbing a little bit on that. I think that so was, too. It, it's kind of it's kind of funny because I got a text from my my wife was listening to you. My wife said you guys were awesome, but she told me she said be quiet because I can hear you on the uh, on the, the uh, on the radio. <laughs> well, uh, th- that's all right. We certainly appreciate that and uh, appreciate you uh, you guys uh, having us out there to broadcast both both of these games and uh, these are available to listen to on AndersonRedskins.org. So if fans want to go back and listen to both of these games, both the win over Mountain Notre Dame and the game we'll talk about here right now, AndersonRedskins.org. You can listen to a replay. All right, let's talk about this match on Thursday against Seton. Uh, everything in front of you, as you said, Carly not in the lineup because of the injury, and uh, we'll talk about that here in just a little bit. But this was as thrilling of a soccer game as I've seen in a long, long time. Uh, Seton gets a goal you know, early early on there, just a, a great shot to beat Ann Taylor, who I thought was magnificent in this game. This, this could have been a lot. This, they could have had more than two in the net, Seton, because Taylor was so good. Um, but then I want you guys to take us through the final sequence. You're hurrying for the goal. You're, you need a, you need an equalizer to go to overtime, and you get it off the set piece in the waning seconds. Yeah, it was uh, – first of all, I think we had, what, three three corners, three corners in the last uh, minute alone and just the, you know, the sheer will to, to not lose out of our girls. And, and uh, so Mackenzie Burdick served it up beautiful and bounced around. And, and Abby Ellis, uh, a junior here at Anderson High School, is one of those young ladies. I mean, she will do whatever you tell her to do. One of the best team players that we have here at Anderson. And um, she just, it, the ball just popped out to her, and she banged it in. I mean, it was, it was great. Left footer right, at the, right in the upper 90 there. It was and a, we went wild. Yeah, yes, I mean, you it did. Was all high there. 
as as you should have, Eric. She scored with 12 seconds left to uh, to send it to overtime. It looked like, from my perspective, up in the press box, that ball was just going to keep floating and floating and floating. And I I almost thought the keeper thought it was going to float over the top, but a uh, a great shot from Abby. And then go to overtime, tied at one against Seton, and uh, Seton just makes one play, a ball into the middle, and they're able to be to get it by Ann Taylor. And I don't think there's anything that your team could have done any different in that play. Seton just made a, a fantastic play to win it. Yeah, you know, huge, huge kudos to to Seton. <clears throat> you know, that was we beat them. Uh, we beat them earlier in the year, and um, I tell you what, they've really improved. And um, you know, they 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 played very well, and you know, they they deserve to win that game. They did a great job, and um, but you're right. There's we were playing very well in OT, and Ann Taylor was just incredible. It just uh, unfortunately, they made one more play than we did. Yeah, I, I, and that's the thing I think that folks need to take away from this one. Had it not been for her play, Seton probably could have had a few more uh, tallied on there. Would you agree? Absolutely. She was incredible. I mean, to watch her come out of the box that many times and have get her hands and punch balls out, I mean, she played new set of best. She said that's one of the best soccer games that he's ever seen a goalie play, and not just here at Anderson. So I mean, she, I mean, she played out of her mind, and it was fun to watch. I'm just proud of her. It was a really group, great group effort the entire week for the entire program. I thought, you know, you lose Carly to the injury before the week happens, so you don't have her for Mount Notre Dame. You don't have her for Seton. Looking back on it now, or maybe not necessarily now, but down the road, is there any kind of sense, maybe either from you guys or from the coaches or the, the rest of the girls, that sense of what if? What if we had Carly in there? Would this have turned out differently? Well, I think, you know, that stuff's always in the back of your mind. Carly's such a special player. But, you know, we uh, – um, Coach Boyd inserted a, a, a freshman in there, Maddie Long. She was fantastic. She was awesome, yeah. And so, you know, and then, you know, some girls that normally during the year didn't get the minutes, they got the minutes in the tournament, and they played great. And it was just, you know, it just came down to the fact, wasn't that we lost, that game. It was the fact, you know, Seton won the game. They made one more great play than we did. Our girls didn't play bad at all. And, you know, that that makes you feel a little bit better because we didn't do anything to lose it. Seton just did one more better one more thing better than we did. Yeah, a great season nonetheless for the girls. Uh before we move on here, uh Carly is uh moving on uh, after the season's over. Unfortunately couldn't finish it out the way she wanted to. Um when when you think of Carly and her run at Anderson High School as she is is set to uh, to graduate, uh, what comes to mind with her? Oh my gosh, uh, so many things. She, I mean, she's a very special kid, very special player. But it's not just what she does on the field, yeah, she, or on the court. She is um, an incredibly appreciative young lady. Uh, there's never been a game I've been at where she doesn't come up to you after the game and say thank you for coming and thanks for cheering. She She's a special, special young lady. And, um, you know, this is a little bump in the road for her, that's for sure. Um, but she's got a great family and incredibly supportive sisters. Um, and and she's, got, she's got some hard work ahead of her. Um, but uh, she, she's going to be just fine. She, um, you know, she's going to sign – 
with uh, Duquesne for soccer here on November 13th. So um, all of her energies and, and efforts will be channeled to getting healthy for that. Yeah, hopefully it goes well in recovery. And But before we move on, I want to give a special uh, shout-out and a, a class move by the Mountain Notre Dame squad to send a handwritten letter to Carly you know, wishing her the best, and obviously, you know, upset they couldn't take, couldn't have her out on the pitch. They, they, I think they referred to her in the letter as a, just a tyrant of a defender because she's so good. But uh, I thought it was a very class move for Mount Notre Dame to uh, send that note along to Carly. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt, they they are a classy program. Um, uh, Kirsten Johnson, their head coach, is, is a um, was a teammate of um, former teammate of my daughter, so. Um, just really, really impressed by her and, and, and the entire program. You know, one thing I forgot to tell you about Carly is we had basketball tryouts on Friday and Saturday, and guess who was there dribbling a ball while on crutches? You know, Carly was there for day one of tryouts. Does that surprise and you? N- not at all. Not at all. Not at and all. Then Saturday morning, I went down for the JV game about eight o'clock before tryouts, and Carly was down there in the training room doing stretches and trying to do stuff for her knee. So I mean, this that just goes to show you how, what kind of kid she is. I mean, she is a hard worker. She's dedicated, and she's 100% committed to getting better as fast as she can and be there for her teammates. Like I said, she is a great team player, and she just wants to be there with her with her peers and support them and be there still along the ride and be part of the team. So it's it's fun to watch and just kudos to her parents and everybody that's helped raise her into the great young lady that she has become. Yeah, absolutely. Great season for her, great season for the team, and we'll we'll, uh, we'll touch on that moving forward as well here on the show. Uh, boys soccer on the other side uh, take took on St. X in the uh, sectional and last Tuesday night, just not their night. Uh, St. X wins the match 5-2, to two, so the season for the boys comes to end. And sometimes that happens. You, you, you get out there and things just don't go your way. Yeah, and you're right. Unfortunately, they did not. Um, they played absolutely incredible on, you know, versus Kings on Saturday, and it just things just didn't go uh, their way. They got up on us four nothing, and then we we start we you know we popped a couple goals in there, and a lot of energy was was coming our way, and then Saint X put another goal in there, and it just kind of deflated us again. But um, but uh, we we were very proud of them, very proud. They've battled all year, and and those kids have done everything that um, Sam and, and and Mike Slimmons, our coach, have asked, and um, you know they'll. They'll be better next year, that's for sure, because they learned a lot of lessons this year. Let's move on to uh, cross-country, girls cross-country in the regionals. Uh, Emma Stinger, Chloe Callahan running out there. But uh, we were talking a little bit before we started recording here today. Uh, Chris, you were out there trying to keep up in the elements as well, and I understand that you did not necessarily fare as well as your young ladies did. No, no. My athleticism has left me... Uh, a long time ago, and it, it showed Saturday up in Troy, Ohio, that's for sure. I, I was I was muddier than most of the competitors. How many times I had to pick myself up off the ground. Um, but, yeah, they, they ran. i, I got to tell you, some of those kids up there, it, it's just unbelievable. There was a young lady from Beaver Creek that I think she wanted and she beat her teammate, who came in second, 
by like 30 or 40 seconds. I mean, it was unbelievable, the, the talent that was up there. So it, it was a very impressive uh, day, and our girls, Emma Stanger and Chloe Callahan, ran great. And, uh, you know, definitely wasn't their best times, as I, I can't imagine anybody running their best times in that. Uh, but they were very proud of what they've accomplished. Yeah, great season for them, both of them. Uh, Zach, were you a high and dry Saturday, or were you out in the elements too? I was out in the elements during uh, the old JV football team during that game against Walnut Hills as we did secure the ECC championship for JV Saturday. So I was out there drenched during that, screaming my head off for that. <laughs> I'm going to give the edge to Newt because he was basically playing Mudman. You were stationary. I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. I had an umbrella. I said, hey, do you want me to get you an umbrella before I leave? Like, no, I'm wet already. It's no big deal. He was a soaking rat. And you're, and you're, and you're out there with an umbrella standing pat, so uh, advantage. Oh, yeah, advantage I felt good. I felt good. Umbrella and muddy after he's sick enough. I mean, I, could, I couldn't imagine the way that he was Saturday. <laughs> so uh, before but we I move, guarantee the enthusiasm yeah. and the loud cheering was not affected at all. No, oh, yeah. no, no, I'm not, I'm not questioning that. I'm just saying Newt's out there in the elements and you're looking for an umbrella. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, that's very true. Very true. <laughs> Before we move on here, let me, let me get your thoughts real quick on uh, Chloe Callahan as her uh, as it, as season winds down for her. Obviously, Emma Stanger has a huge future in front of her. But uh, talk a little bit about uh, Chloe Callahan and what she's meant to Anderson High School. Uh, one of the nicest young ladies that um, – that, that walks these hallways. You would not find a, another student or a teacher say a bad word about this uh, young lady. She's, um, and, and, and the great thing about her is the work ethic that she's put in and, and the results that she's gotten out of it. I, I remember, you know, she was a little down, but I, but I went up and I said, I asked her, I said, you know, let me ask you this. Did you think you were going to be here at the, beginning of the year and she kind of just kind of smiled I said yeah that the work that you put in this is this is the reward you having this opportunity there's plenty of great runners in the city that didn't get this opportunity and she did and but she is going to be a loss that's for sure to our cross-country program not not because of her talents as much as because of her leadership she's a great leader um and so, uh, but she'll run track for us, and she'll do a great job. You know, kudos to her and Emma as well, the types of kids they are. We had about 20 of our kids went up on the bus with them to stand out in the rain and cheer them on uh, as they ran. So that, was, that tells you what kind of kids Emma and Chloe are. Yeah, absolutely. A uh, great season for them. Uh, good, good on good on those other kids to make the trek up there. Uh, Zach apparently couldn't be bothered to do so. I'm just teasing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on to the football field. We talk about the JVE. Uh, congrats to them for winning the league title. Uh, the varsity squad, boy, what a barn burner it was on Friday, having to go to overtime to beat Walnut Hills and a win you had to have to uh, to keep the playoff hopes alive. We'll talk about that here in just a moment. But first, I want to talk about the, the ability to rally from behind. You fall behind uh, 21-7 after the first quarter, and your team just keeps staying in it, keeps chipping away, keeps chipping away, and finally Hayden Brook wins it in overtime. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to let I'm gonna let Zach talk a little bit about James Cannon, that's for sure. But i got to tell you, our, our coaches did a great job uh, of pulling the kids together, 
Uh, I really mean it when I say I think our I think Evan Dreyer makes better adjustments than than anybody out there at halftime. He does a great job. He and his coaching staff do a great job of seeing what took place in the first half, making adjustments and helping us out. But once again, we were an entirely different team in the second half, um, and a lot of that was based on the emotion that they brought out of the out of the locker room. Zach, about 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 to James Camden. Great night for him. I mean, James Camden. He is. I'll just say he's the ultimate competitor. I mean, the kid wants to win in everything he does. He's about all the right things. And I mean, to step in to play defense, and then people forget that he also returns kicks and punts as well. So I mean, he is on the field all the time. And to step in and play quarterback, one of the probably one of the most important positions on the field, is absolutely incredible. And it just goes to show the kind of athlete that he is, and the kind of leader that he is, because he rallied the troops. I mean, to be to go into that position and be down 14 coming out of the out of halftime. I mean, it could have gone a lot of different ways than what it did. And he really showed his leadership and his colors and got his guys to rally behind him, and he, he put on a show. It, it was fun to watch. I'm very, very proud of him. Yeah, and absolutely. And, and again, a game you had to have to keep the playoff hopes alive. And now we move forward to uh, this Friday. You're going to take on Loveland in the regular season finale. They have yet to win on the season, so they've got a chance to pl- possibly play spoiler for you guys. But if you guys take care of business, you're kind of battling with Winton Woods for that final playoff spot. If you win this game and take care of business like – the coaching staff believes they should. Is it enough to get into the playoffs? Yeah, that's one of those things. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that have to go our way, um, and, and and Evan does a great job of explaining that. Um, you know, we control the things we can control. So the only thing we can focus on is beating Loveland, and then you know the other games. You know, there's probably four or five games that have to go our way, and it's possible. I mean, there there are. Um, stranger things have happened, and so it's very possible. But the most important thing is we need to focus on taking care of business uh, Friday night. It's senior night here, um, and, and so we got to be excited to be on the field that night. So a lot of extra emotions, obviously, will go into it, knowing what's on the line, and also uh, senior night. I'm excited to see if you actually, if you are able to get into the playoffs, uh, what James Camden can do in the playoffs, and how much more he will want to do in the playoffs because he seems like the type of guy that you know obviously the stats are what they are and he had a great game against Walnut Hills but he also seems like the type of kid that if the coaches asked him to run through a wall he would not only do it but ask how big of a hole they wanted it am I right oh there's no doubt there's no doubt and he, he'd probably ask how many times <laughs> he, he is um he like like Zach said he is the ultimate competitor and um he doesn't talk a lot, per se, but when he does talk, he backs it up. And, and that, those are the kind of kids I absolutely love. And, um, you know, once again, he comes from a great family that, that, that values work ethic. And, I mean, you know, the kid is a, he's a football, he's a basketball, he's a baseball player. He's a kid that just is doing things all the time. He's a 4.0 student. Um, you know, it's just when when kids uh, excel like that, it, it, and and they're great kids. It is just so fun to cheer for. Them. 
Yeah, absolutely, and that, and that goes for uh, all your student athletes across the board, not just James Candid, but it really oh, seems yeah. to, it really seems to follow a line of really all your student athletes there, uh, gentlemen. What a what a great ep- what a great chat it was today, an exciting week as we talked at the top, an up and down week. Uh, all week long. Uh, if any fans out there want to listen to the girls' soccer matches, they can go back on AndersonRedskins.org and listen to those. They are archived there at their leisure. Uh, great week there for the girls. Nothing to hang their hats about. And uh, still uh, still some things to be determined uh, this week, coming week. Uh, Chris and Zach, we appreciate the time. Thank you, as yeah. always. Appreciate it. Thank you guys very much. Absolutely. We will certainly talk with you guys here soon. That is Anderson Athletic Director Chris Newton and Assistant AD Zach McCormick here on AndersonRedskins.org and the Weekly 80 Podcast on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.